Sunshine Coast Council acknowledges the Sunshine Coast country where this podcast was recorded, home of the Kabi Kabi peoples and Jinnabara peoples, the traditional custodians whose lands and waters we all now share. We wish to pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge the important role First Nations people continue to play within the Sunshine Coast community. This podcast deals with topics some listeners may find distressing. If you need support, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hi, I'm Caroline Hutchinson and welcome to the Sunshine Coast Council's Get Ready podcast. Throughout the series, we'll examine a variety of disasters and ways of creating a culture of disaster preparedness, response and resilience within our community. In this episode, we're looking at building resilience to disaster in children. Hi, I'm Zach. Hi, my name is Shyla. Hi, I'm Heidi. Hi, I'm Jordan. Hi, I'm Archie. Get Ready Queensland is a state government initiative which funds the delivery of programs and events across the state that promote having a community preparedness for disasters. In 2020, the Year 5 students at St Joseph's Primary School took part in the Sunshine Coast Get Ready Schools program. We learned that disasters can happen at any time and anywhere, so we need to be prepared. Uh, We learned about how bushfires and all that that occur and it's very interesting to learn about and how we can help our neighbours out when there's a natural disaster. Telling your neighbour is really important because to check in if they're okay. Bushfires surprise me because of how much damage it can do. My mum and me actually made a emergency safety kit because we didn't have one and we thought it was important. The students also took part in a competition run by the Sunshine Coast Council where they were asked to submit a 30-second video that encourages the community to have a disaster what-if plan. I think we just wanted to kind of make it like a catchy kind of act. Well, our class loves singing, so when we heard that we could do a song, we were very excited. Um, Our whole class came up with some ideas and once we've got the whole song, we filmed and then... Some editors and singers helped out. I got selected into the ad because we did this thing called uh, Five S's Got Talent. Our teacher, Mr Strathern, he chose three people from our class and then he chose me, Shiloh and Zach and then next door did Six J's Got Talent and then Mrs Blundell chose Archie and Heidi. assembly that we have every Friday and they called us up and we didn't know that we won yet and then they announced it on assembly and then once they announced it I was about to cry literally I had tears coming down so was Zach and so was Archie I'm gonna say that you have won and they were like We were most excited. We first started off entering our commercial and trying to promote it as much as possible. Then we ended up in an ad and on the TV. A big storm is coming. Disaster can happen at any time, anywhere. My family is ready and we know our neighbours are too. We have emergency supplies ready to stay at home safely. 
and an evacuation bag in case we need to leave. I'm just giving my neighbour a call to check in if they're okay and ready for the storm. After winning the school's competition and having some time in the spotlight, it's safe to say the kids were pretty excited. When I saw us on TV, I was very proud of us all and all of our hard work paid off. Channel 7 News interviewed us and it was very nerve-wracking and we started I started a lot. They went in a maxi taxi to go on the news again. They sat next to the weather reporter. I shaped the mayor's I saw our picture in the paper like three times. Council's Sunshine Coast Get Ready Schools program has been a roaring success and the campaign itself has won awards at a state and national level. To learn more about the importance of building resilience to disaster in children, I sat down with St Joseph's Primary School Year 5 teacher Brett Strathen and Linda Williams from Sunshine Coast Council. First of all, Linda, tell me, what is your role at Council? So I'm Council's Disaster Resilience Officer. So part of my role with Council um, in our disaster management team is to help our region become more resilient to disaster events. And so that's, you know, obviously a name on a business card, but really that's about making communities stronger and giving them enough information to know what they need to do in a disaster. Is that the gist of it? Yeah, absolutely. So there are four pillars, I guess, that we work under. One is the uh, economy, one is our built infrastructure, one is the environment and one is our human and social. So making sure that all of those areas across the region can stand or withstand uh, a major disaster event and if they can't that they can recover as quickly as possible. So one component of that is the human social, so that community side of educating our community as to what we can do to be prepared for disasters. And in the last 10 years, so we've had storms all of a sudden that that might, might be climate related. Uh, we've had a fire, a bushfire at Perigian that really we weren't used to getting bushfires this far um, north and and then obviously the COVID pandemic. You've had a bit on your plate. We have. It's been quite non-stop. Not that I'd say that that's a good thing because it's definitely not a good good thing at all. I'd rather be not busy and work more on uh, our education side of stuff. But we certainly have been busy. Um, the Parisian fires, the severe storms that have come through and, of course, COVID-19. But with all of those events, we're learning along the way as well. So whilst we have a whole gamut of information and studies that have been done and assistance from the state and federal government with how we can best prepare, sometimes it's by going through some of these smaller events that teach us we get learnings from them so we know how we can be better prepared next time. So I've got you and Brett here, Brett from St Joseph's in Nambour. Now tell us, I'd like both of you to answer, why is building disaster resilience important in children? Any education is great for kids, obviously. Um, I think um, firstly it's part of the curriculum. So that that was the, the angle that we were coming at, at it from here. We, What are we going to do? How are we going to best get this across to kids and... Um, the impact of, of bushfires and floods on the environment and communities is is a key part of our uh, HAS curriculum. So uh, when I heard the program that, that Linda was running on behalf of the council, I thought, yep, we want to be part of this. So um, we jumped on board. And what about for you? Why do you want to start them early, Linda? 
Well, I think as young people here on the Sunshine Coast, you know, they're part of Queensland and we want to build up all of our communities across Queensland as being, you know, the most resilient state in Australia. Young people, um, they can quite often get left out of the adult conversation and emergency management, disaster management um, generally falls around the adults, you know, Mm. the conversation. By, um, I, I guess, having that conversation with young people they also recognise what role they have to play in disaster preparedness, but not just in the preparedness, but in the response stage as well. We want children to feel comfortable, um, to know not what scared. their risks are. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that can definitely help with part of their recovery process as well once they've gone through a disaster event. So, I mean, there, there's dual benefits for us. One, along those lines with young people, Um but also looking at moving into the future, you know, what is their connection? What are their networks? So one part that's really important for me is that as soon as you get children involved, they will then go home and have a conversation with mum or dad or nan and pop or aunt or uncle, whoever's, you know, in that household and share what the exciting information that they've learned during the day. So we can't get to everybody across the region. It's just physically impossible for us to have that conversation. Part of the reason why we're doing this podcast series. So by tapping into the young people, they take that messaging home as well. And can you tell us a bit about the Get Ready Queensland program and how council was involved? Yeah, absolutely. So Get Ready Queensland is a state government program. So they fund uh, local governments all across Queensland, uh, approximately $2 million across the whole state to deliver programs um, and events that help promote having a community preparedness. So, you know, how to get ready um, for a disaster event. So council has received a portion of that funding here on the Sunshine Coast. So we roll out the schools program. We've developed the schools program, which involves council. So myself and other staff, going into schools, both primary and now secondary schools, to talk to young people about their risks here on the coast, uh, what that looks like for them and how as young people they can then best be prepared for them. So what does that look like for a school? So we make a time uh, around 60 to 90 minutes to actually go out in in class time. Grade threes and fours, if they engage with the pillowcase program, Red Cross staff and myself go out and we actually do activities around what young people can put in their pillowcase if they're told to evacuate. So they'll actually decorate that pillowcase. Whereas the grade four, fives and sixes right up through to grade 11s is where I do a 90 minute session with them talking about what our risks here are on the coast. Uh, We have more of an interactive conversation looking at some of our local examples and what they can then do as young people. So from there on in, that's the official 60 to 90 minute sessions. Um, the conversations that I have with them, they can be in the in the hall all together or the whole grade cohort, or we can do individual classes in their classrooms. And Brett, what did that look like at St Joseph's? What's it like for teachers? Uh, oh, look, it's a great program, I guess, because um, there's hands-on resources. We've got um, Linda as the, the disaster preparedness person comes out, works with kids, shows a lot of um, videos, also a lot of stuff that's happening right here on the coast. We saw videos of the bridge and fires. We saw floods that were occurring right here on the coast. And I think that brings it home to the kids. You know, when the Perigian fires in particular, you know, we didn't think that that could happen here on the Sunshine Coast and all of a sudden it's happening right in our backyard. So, um, but the kids, the kids really dive in uh, headlong into the program. Um, it's just that sort of interactive part of it and, and having 
having someone with Linda's experience come out and and know this stuff backwards, it really does. It makes it alive for the kids, and that's that's what we want to do. And we're talking about building resilience in kids. Do you see that? Are you seeing that they look more prepared, look more comfortable? Yeah, I think that's something that we try and do in in everything that we do with kids. Try and make them more comfortable in in every aspect. But but certainly. Um, Having them sit down and go to the Get Ready website and and look at uh, preparing a what if plan. Um, a lot of the information that came out through um, through Linda, uh, we got a show bag, and in the show bag there was a, a USB, and on the USB is uh, you know the, the all the uh, information you need to take home to your parents to prepare. Uh, a, a what if plan for them, them at home. So I don't, we probably can't do much more than that, other than physically going to the house and making sure parents are uh, are ready. Yeah. Uh, it's, then the onus is on them. That's right. But you're hoping they're taking it home, and maybe we're just building doomsday preppers in the back of Nambour. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> and Linda, um, what what made St Joseph's entry stand out? So yeah, St Joseph's entry last year was uh, it. Definitely exciting. It was different. Um, it was definitely creative. But most importantly, um, it was a messaging that was behind the entry. So we recognise that all schools have varying levels of capacity and resources. So we don't completely judge on on that side of it. Um, but it was a, well and truly the messaging around being prepared and what they could do as a young person and how they were selling that to the community. Um, one part of the competition that we run as part of the schools program is that all the entries, whilst they're shortlisted and go through initial process of judging with emergency services experts that we have, a panel, the voting then goes over to community vote. So a great portion of the outcome is because of the community voting. So the one thing that we saw with St Joseph's was that they had a really strong support network um, uh, behind them that then got on board and voted for their entry to be the winner that essentially got them over the well and truly got them over the line. Um, from a logistical or a um, preparedness message for me, that's where we see the big ticks and the big wins because it's not just about the kids putting in a um, an entry into a competition. For us, we could then see that voting came from Tasmania, Canberra, New South Wales, Brisbane, all over Queensland. So we're not just getting the message out to our Sunshine Coast community here. It went broad and I guess that is a great example of the reach, uh, the tentacle reach that young people can have in sharing a message so strongly like this. Yeah, and like you say, you can't get that to every home but if a kid is sharing that information and it's going that broadly to cousins and aunties and uncles and suddenly a lot of households are having a conversation about preparedness, uh, that's the dream, isn't it? Absolutely. It was a big tick for us. St Joseph should be very proud. You should be very proud of your students, but what did they get other than a pat on the back? Uh, well, the, the prize pack is quite uh, amazing for this competition. Uh, we had five students involved and um, each one of those students received $1,500 worth of emergency equipment. There were sleeping bags and tents and torches and all sorts of amazing stuff. Uh, as well as that, the five students um, got to work with a professional film crew and make a proper TV ad, uh, and that ad was then shown in in cinemas uh, and on TV in the Sunshine Coast. Uh, it, it also they also got to uh, have a visit to Seven News and and meet up with um, 
a number of the, Rosanna Natoli and uh, a number of the other um, presenters there at Channel 7 and that was just fantastic. You know, they got to sit in the chair that Rosanna sits in. So exciting for kids. Just the whole warmth of the, the, of the thing was just a, a, an amazing experience for the kids. Uh, and the prizes just kept coming, really. I mean, there's things like this. A number of the kids are involved now in this podcast. So, you know, that is another, you know, just kept, things just kept happening for them. We got hats um, with our school logo on them and Get Ready Queensland on the side, you know. So we're giving those out to our preps at the moment. That's great. Yeah. So what grade were the kids that were part of the Get Ready Queensland win? Yeah, they were in grade five. So I know that uh, it sort of goes across a number of grades, this this messaging and this information, but it, it sits really well with the grade five Haas curriculum. So for us it just was a no-brainer, you know. Our grade sixes are interested too, but the grade fives it just fit so well. Yeah, that's great. When it comes to designing a program like this, and I get asked um, a lot now, that, especially because we've been fortunate enough to win a number of awards for it, including a national award in disaster resilience, people ask, well, why has this been so successful? Why? Because a lot of councils do go into schools across Queensland. It's already done. And I think one thing that I'd say to folk that are looking at doing something like this is looking at your complete audience. We're very, very lucky that the Australian curriculum already does include um, the topic. So straight off, it's a win. It's really hard. Um, and we recognise that schools can be at times quite bombarded with external agencies wanting to come in and have a conversation about whatever the topic may be. So we're lucky, one, that it's a part of the Australian curriculum, but two, we need to make it a win-win for everyone. So it's not just council giving a message, but we're also trying to assist teachers as well and at the same time then have fun with the young kids, so um, with the youth. So that's why we get the students into the studios where we can and to meet the personalities So and get them in front of the camera, then we get them to wear their school uniforms so of course then the school sees you know some visual benefit as well from it so it's trying to tick off multiple things it's not just about us coming in as a local government and bombarding ourselves into the school saying you know let us come in and and talk we want to try and make it a true collaborative Uh, yeah I think one thing is the the council really has put their money where their mouth is as far as this program goes because the kids will get that that little sample bag and it you know, just to take something home and have that to take home to parents, it's um, it's something that they'll remember and, oh, look what I got, tote bag. It sounds like a program that every school would love. Can any school on the Sunshine Coast be involved? Absolutely. So we go into primary and secondary schools, so anywhere from grade three upwards to grade 11. So whether it be tapping into their HAS subjects or science or geography, um, we are more than welcome to come out and have a conversation. We have this year partnered with Red Cross in delivery of their pillowcase project as well. So if anyone's interested, definitely contact Sunshine Coast Council and we will make note and make arrangements to come out and say good day. Disasters can strike anytime and anywhere. No one is immune and we all have a role to play when it comes to being prepared. Our youth are a critical part of the disaster preparedness conversation. Educating kids about disasters empowers and encourages them to have important conversations with their friends and families, helping to spread the message further. To learn more about all types of disasters and emergencies, visit Council's Disaster Hub website, disaster.sunshinecoast.qld.gov.au. It's your one-stop shop to find the latest updates, practical resources 
and what to do before, during and after an emergency. In the next episode of the Sunshine Coast Council's Get Ready podcast, we look at emotional well-being during and after a disaster. Members of the Red Cross discuss how they're helping with disaster recovery and I chat with senior mental health clinician Stephanie Donovan. Sunshine Coast Council's Get Ready podcast is hosted by Caroline Hutchinson. Recording and production by Josh Newth. Didgeridoo played with the acknowledgement of country by Kerry Neal. Special thanks to our guests, Zach Zaramis, Shiloh Lamont, Heidi Brumwell, Jordan Gromley, Archie Tolner, Brett Strathern and Linda Williams.